0: It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. BroomGate.
3: Despite what their moms told them, they just aren't talented enough for radio. Unfortunately, anyone can have a show these days. Sean. Well, I'm pretty hard to figure out sometimes. I can't even figure myself out sometimes, so don't you try to.
4: Joe. You're an idiot. Really a disloyal person. This, this is, this
3: is this. the Cuse Militia. Now, no. those two unapologetically
4: biased orange blooded homers, Sean and Joe. It's the most bullshit thing I've seen in 30 years.
5: Welcome, orange men and ladies. Happy Thursday. This is the Cuse Militia with Sean and Joe at Cuse Militia on the socials. Go there, join the militia. Great review, subscribe. We appreciate it. That helps us out big time. Um, we're back. We said we were going to be back, and we're back. First, first time for everything. Okay? So, you know, um, let's do this. Get this right out of the way. This show is brought to us by Bet Online. You guys know the deal. Okay? They have everything over there. You can get on everything imaginable. This season, next season. Uh, they're going the extra mile to make sure you can do that. Game spreads and totals, team, player, and coach and props. Bet online. They're giving you more options to wager than any other place online. Head over there today and use the promo code R-Chair to take advantage of all of the great sign up bonuses. Bet online. You're online. Sportsbook experts. Thank you, Bet Online. Okay, so quickly, we're going to discuss this 2021. Syracuse football schedule and then we are going to go into the NC NC state game um, they <clears throat> they're coming to the dome Sunday yep six o'clock ACC network and uh, if you guys are gonna have trouble sometimes people have trouble with the ACC network stuff so I don't know if right. you, if you do let us know okay I'll be on standby um, on Sunday at six. It's kind of tough, but I'll see. So we'll just go from there. But, anyways, quickly, the schedule is out. So we got dates and locations. Okay. September 4th at Ohio. Uh, September 11th at home versus Rutgers. 18th September at home versus Albany. Um, Friday night, the 24th uh, at home versus Liberty. Is that even, is that even, should we even do that? Is it, is it, is it going to be safe? Is it going to be okay to do that? I don't know, man. October 2nd at Florida State. October 9th at at home versus Wake Forest. October 15th. That's another Friday night game versus Clemson at home at Virginia Tech. October 23rd. Talk to Q's Tony. He's thinking about getting a bunch of people up there to do that. I'm thinking about doing it as well, Joe. So October 23rd. Check it out. Virginia Tech. We'll see. Blacksburg. Uh, October 30th at home Boston College by November 6th, uh, 13th of November, at Louisville November 20th at NC State and then we finish up at home at Pittsburgh. So, I asked for your way too early prediction. So I'm going to ask for Joe's way too early prediction. What do you think, Joe, when you look at this and you know all of the things that we have to still fill and, you know, what we possibly got coming, maybe what do you right. how do you kind of see this with a lot of unknowns at this point?
3: I am going to go, what, six and six is probably what I'd go for. Really? Yeah, I would. I'm kind of on, the, on the, the border of some games. I feel like we will lose a couple here and there or whatever, but I'm kind of basing this off the fact that this is going to be a different team uh, than – we saw last year. I think that the sen- the seniors that decided to come back because of COVID and, and the option to, I think they really have a chip on the shoulder to kind of like go out in a better way. And I don't know what our team looks like if, for instance, like Garrett Schrader, if he ends up winning the that spot as a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Right. That's really my. <clears throat> that's the wild card, right? Mm-hmm. Because I don't think I'd say six and six if I thought. I mean, <laughs> If Tommy, if I knew Tommy was going to be the starter of the whole time, Whoa. maybe I could be wrong. I'm just, hey, look, look, I'm just saying, because you can only go off of what you've seen, his, what you know, what you've seen, what you know. Yep. So if Garrett Schrader, if from what I've seen and he can come in and he can win this job, then I think that it's a different type of team that we haven't seen since probably Eric Dungy. And I'm not saying he's as good as Eric Dungy, but he has a lot of the same intangibles and yeah, it's really it's really what what I'm gonna say. I'm it's six and six. We're going to a bowl based oh, upon man. the unknown of that.
5: There's a lot of positive comments in here, and so I started off with our buddy Patrick, top fan Patrick, um, on Facebook. He says he's. Oops. I see five to six wins. He says, okay. So I came back and 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 honestly, I was like, basically. I've been so optimistic when we've do when we've done this before, and I've been you know other than the Eric, other than the ten and one season, I was pretty far off. So I was like, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to be a little bit pessimistic and hope I'm wrong with two to three wins because I just don't okay. know. I just don't know. So I'm gonna go I'm gonna go four and eight, okay? Because you give me hope, okay? And a lot of these people give me hope. Um, Dwayne yeah. on Facebook says three to four wins at most. Babers this time maybe over the hill. Um, Babers' time it may be over the hill. Cuse uh, Tony eight and four. Let's go bowling. So that would be mm-hmm. nice. I would sh- I would love a six and six, and I will accept a six and six in in to get a bowl game. Okay, I'm not I'm not looking for anything you know crazy. Uh, top fan Chris. He says oh, – come on. There we go. Top fan Chris on Facebook says, I'm going to say 7-5, and five, but I'm sure I'll be wrong. So, which way? We don't know. Dale, 7-5. Mm-hmm. and five Hope to be at the NC State game. Another another probably North Carolina. We have so many followers and listeners in North Carolina. Did you know – I will
3: be at the North Carolina State game.
5: You will be at the NC State game. I okay. will
3: be at the NC State game. Okay. Absolutely.
5: Um, and that is – when is that? That's towards the end here, isn't it?
3: That was one of the positives I saw this schedule and this whole like, reset. 20th. Yeah. Before this reset, Wake Forest and NC State, they played home and away. They were the same years in our division. So it was like one year, okay, well, I'm down in North Carolina, so I get to go to the NC State game and the Wake Forest game. Next year, nothing. And then I had to wait the next year. I mean, obviously, there's usually a basketball game, but talking about football specifically. So now... They kinda of split it up so it's at NC State this year, but Wake Forest is home this year. So, you know, selfishly the schedule change kinda of helped me out a little bit so I can be able to see SU football down here every year.
5: Right. Which is that's pretty cool. Now I was talking, you know, Blacksburg's like five hours from here. It's like four and a half, five Ugh. hours. It's a hike, but I've never been be a fun place to go. Jermaine, top fan on Facebook. We should probably start off four and zero after that, unless Devito can go to work. Yeah, we're screwed. So you look, I looked mm. at this and I'm like, man, I don't. The the you know that game against Liberty. I mean, they handled. Yeah, we
3: ain't starting off four and zero.
5: Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think so, man. I mean, the Rutgers won. That quarterback's me too. still
3: there, and mm-hmm. yeah. and Rutgers isn't going to be easy either. Yeah. Each second yeah. game of the season.
5: Yeah, if we go two and two right there,
3: I mean, that's my expectations. That was my expectations, Yep. Okay.
5: Um, Let's see. Let's keep going here. Uh, Jacob, I'm hoping that I'm I'm seriously, seriously wrong, and this year's team will be much improved, but I only see three wins. Okay. David, top fan. David, come on. Come on. There we go. The machine's not working. David, top fan on Facebook. Eight and four. Okay, I got four and eight. Chad, if we stay healthy... I see seven wins, but player availability is going to be key. And you know, what do we get? Who do we get? Right. So you know, we got to assume Chris Blake is going to be there. You know, we got to assume. You know, I assume. I'm. 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 I don't know if I'm going out on a limb here. The best guy is going to play, so it doesn't matter. But I'm going to assume Garrett Schrader is going to be the quarterback. And that's not to bash Tommy. It's just that I don't. I, just from what I've seen, just the struggle. But you know, I I don't know what he shows in practice either. So he might be okay in practice and game time. You know, we we've, we've dealt with the offensive line issues and things, and you know, it it'll yeah. be a totally different ball game. Benny well, like, se- seven and five and Sly says three wins. Okay, so mm. th- yeah, I mean it. So it gets a little bit more balanced than I thought it was. But I'm gonna stick with four and eight, and just hope for better. I'm gonna set my expectations low. And just hope I'm wrong. That's how I'm
3: playing yeah. this. Yeah, well, going back to what you were kind of talking about is the players coming back. And there were certain positions that I was worried about. But seeing, you know, the Cervases and Elmores and uh, Kingsley Jonathan and Josh Blacks coming back, like, we still haven't heard anything about the running backs. But uh, at this point, yeah, I, I assume think they're as gone, Syrac- right? Yeah, but as a Syracuse fan, you know, with Sean Tucker, uh, Cooper Lutz, and then with Josh Huff coming next year, I think everyone's really okay with that. Having the offensive line all being able to come back, plus adding Chris Blyke, adding another uh, quarterback to the mix that's going to give you it, know, there's Tommy a, there's a good some chance. competition. It's right? a whole yeah. other team. And then team. you have most of our receivers came back, except for Nikeem Ni- 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 Johnson. Mm-hmm. But then we got three receivers coming in who got some size. And then when you look at the defensive side of the ball, I mean, losing um, Melafuanu going to be tough. Trill... And Cisco, they were good, but they didn't really play that much this year, right? So a lot of our guys got experience. So I think there's a lot of guys that are comfortable, or a lot of fans that are comfortable with the uh, defensive backs that are coming back next year, and the youth and, and what they did last year. Along with the same can be said with linebackers, and then having all those seniors come back on the defensive line. So um, I just I see it all as a positive, and I know that you know we can only go by history and everything like that, but you know I'm cautiously optimistic that quarterback can do, and again, I will tell anybody, go to YouTube, look at Garrett Schrader, Mississippi State highlights, look what he did as a freshman in in the SEC against good defenses. Um, and you look at that, um, I'm not going to say for certain that he's going to start, but he's definitely competition for Tommy, which he hasn't had since Dungy left.
5: Uh, uh, Matt on Facebook, by the way, says 13-0, and obviously adding a, uh, a bowl win in there. But, uh, you know... Mm. Well, we remember his I mean, he just copy and pasted his 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 yep. prediction from last, last year. year. <laughs> so, hey, I love the optimism, but you know, uh I, some people say I'm negative. I am I'm, I'm more of a realist, I feel like. And and that's kind of, you know, you know, when you tell me days. the cu- the cup the cup is half full, no, it's half empty. No, it's it's piss. Right? So, no, who, who right cares? Yeah. Um <clears throat> all right. So, that is that. Uh, it, sh- it should be fun. And I don't, I guess I remember the schedule coming out this early, but um, it would cut me off guard today, to be honest with you. I was so busy, I, I, I almost missed it, to be quite honest with you. So uh, thanks for the comments there. We appreciate that. Uh, we will be back right after this with the NC
1: State preview. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The NBA Finals are heating up. Looking for hot takes on all the postseason action? The Old Man and the Three, presented by BMW, is the podcast to listen to for the ultimate finals coverage.
5: All right, time to hear from Online one more time, the title sponsor for Armchair Media and Accused Militia. <sighs> we just talked about football. Is it going to be different? Are we going to be able to get to a game during football? We made a lot of predictions saying just that. So we will have to see. But I'm optimistic. Either way, if you want to get on some action, home or away or at the stadium or not, you can always get on the action at betonline betonline's going the extra mile make sure you can get in on everything imaginable from game spreads and totals to team player and coach and props betonline gives you more options to wager than any other place online head over to betonline today use the promo code armchair to take advantage of all of the great sign-up bonuses betonline your online sportsbook experts thank you betonline okay the seven and five Wolfpack will travel. Uh, the three and four in the ACC will travel to the Empty Dome to take on the nine and five Syracuse Orange. Three and four in the ACC this Sunday at six o'clock on ACC Network. The all-time series sits at seven and six in favor of the Orange. The series has recently been tightened up over the last three games as the Wolfpack has taken those. Gerard in the last game we played last year, thirty points and Quincy with ten rebounds in that seventy-nine to seventy-four loss. NC State they they were on a four-game losing streak before beating Wake Forest last night, 72-67. They had a good handle on the game until uh, their best player, Devin Daniels, went down with a no-contact knee injury. Obviously, we don't know uh, anything about that yet, but Daniel well, Daniels was leading NC State well, in points I'll per game you know. with 16.5. I just checked. Did you get news on that?
3: Okay. Yeah, uh, it's been confirmed. Torn ACL out for the season.
5: Okay. Well, there you go. That's what it looked like when no contact and you go yep, down like that's that. That's Usually, what it is. Yep. Uh, NC State is 70th in Ken Palm rankings and 81st in the NET, making this a quad three game. Joe, we now know the the status of Devin Daniels, taking that into yep. account, and that's why we that's why we try to do these previews after the game. Well, that's why we played. waited, right? <laughs> yeah. So, but we do have DJ Funderburk. Six ten two twenty five 225, and Manny Bates, six eleven two thirty 230, both averaging about nine points and five rebounds a game. And as we pointed out last night in the Virginia postgame show, we have, when we've been outmatched down low, we have really yet to pull in a win. So how outmatched are we, in your opinion, Joe? in this game with those two guys. You've got the best shooter out. You still have Braxton Beverly, who is – this guy has got to be like 30 years old at this point. I feel like he's been there forever. So, But you still have him. He can shoot. Not a huge guy, obviously, but a little shifty, good ball handler. So, But that doesn't worry me right now. And the two big guys, obviously, is probably always going to be my focus, always my worry. So what do you think?
3: I – don't want to downplay the big guys as much as I would like to. Um, kind of learned my lessons from the uh, Virginia game, and obviously yeah. they they're, do have some height, right?
5: Yeah they're they're a little they're a little awkward on the shot.
3: <clears throat> yeah, I mean, they do. They they're not huge scores. They haven't been huge scores. I'll just put it that way. They're right. not big men that can really like push it out that much. Manny Bates is more like pretty much underneath the basket. DJ Funderburg, he can step out and hit a mid-range jumper, but they're not going to be shooting threes and stuff like Jay Huff and Sam Hauser and stuff like that. Um, they also have Jericho Helms, who is is six-seven. He's a six-seven forward who gives them a little bit more of a, some athleticism and some size out there. But uh, obviously this preview is a lot different uh, than it would have been yesterday because of the Devin Daniels situation and, and he's their guy. Um, he's their leading score, uh, leading minutes. I mean, he's almost he leading was, rebounds. He was he's leading right assists. there with the sits. Yeah. He's tied with the and steals on the team. Like he's their guy. And just to see this happen. I mean, honestly, like I know I'm not an NC state fan, but you hate it it's, it's, I hate to see it happen. And yeah, I mean, last night against Wake Forest, I watched the game. They were pressing the whole game. They had eight guys that played over 18 minutes. They were, and they were pushing towards you,
5: a 20-point lead, too, weren't they? They were really close, cool. 15 points.
3: Yeah, they were, they were. Wake Forest fought back, got it close uh, in the second half. But, yeah, that's this is, this is going to be tough because, you know, not only is he the guy, the team knows that he's the guy, right? So mm-hmm. you have such an immediate kind of, like, injury, and then, you know, your next game – it's going to be interesting to see kind of who steps up, who takes, you know, the helm of the leadership, and whether or not this is really going to, you know, kind of deflate them mentally. Cause you never really know. Sometimes it's a real thing. If you know that your best player's out, sometimes some players just think, okay, well, I'm going to do my best, but that guy out, huh? We don't really got a good chance, right? So yeah. you hope that, yeah, again, he's good. And I hate to, to, See an injury on another team like this is a reason why we might win. But that right there is probably going to be the biggest thing is this team getting over mentally that like this is the guy. He's our best player. He's our leader. And now he's out for the season. So they're going to need people to step up. Braxton Beverly. He's going to have to step up. Uh, Freshman Cam Hayes and Shaquille Moore, uh, two guards, one, six, three, one, six, one need to step up. Guard Thomas Allen needs to step up. Um, they're going to be playing more minutes. But the thing is, is that there's four guards right there. And not one of them is over 6'3". And, uh, you know, Devin Daniels, he was 6'5". He was kind of right there in the middle where he could have guarded a buddy or a Griffin or something like that. <clears throat> and right now you're looking at unless they play Manny Bates and Funderburk and Helms at the same time, then, you know, that that whole height difference. We're going to have a mismatch somewhere. So, uh, again, we're going to have to worry about the 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 press and, and how they try to pressure you into, you know, kind of controlling the pace and, and pressure you into turnovers. But again, um, this is, I expect the first game when you lose a guy like that, I mean, this is going to be a team, a shell of themselves. And I, I deem this a must win just because of that. I mean, coming into this game, Devin Daniels had 158 shots. Hellums had 110 those are the only guys. That's how close it was. He had 48 more shots than the next guy. And the next guy had 29 more shots than the next guy. So he's the guy they go to. He's got the most minutes, the most shots, the most points, all that stuff. So well, he's
5: been carrying that team, I mean, through m- most of – you know, they did split with North Carolina. Their losses aren't uh-huh. terrible. Florida State possibly easily top three in the ACC, like, you know, by the end of the year. I think they could right. be, probably be the best. I don't know. UVA right. looks really good too. Uh, lost to them, lost to Miami, <clears throat> and then Clemson, also another really good team in overtime. So they're not bad. <laughs> I mean, they're, no. they're not bad. These, but that was, these, that was all with Devin Dan. That was all with Devin Was my point. So we, we don't know. We don't know. And obviously, like you said, if Syracuse goes into this game and, and they struggle and they end up losing, it's going to be really bad. Like this is obviously a must win. And I feel like we keep saying that, but honestly, I I I I be very careful all the time when I'm talking about must wins. I've been, you know, just throughout doing the show, I've thought I've been pretty careful because I don't want to be hyperbolic about it. But you know what I mean? But there's been so many of these early team
3: that was yeah. This team was a team that's basically he's they're trending toward competing for us for a spot in the NCAA tournament.
5: Yeah. Absolutely. And
3: to see them again, like I said, lose their their best player at the end of the game there. Like, obviously, that's just it's not going to be good for them. And they're going to have to find a different identity. And I don't know what the coach is really going to do. And again, um, I'm, I don't want to say that I'm happy that we're like, oh, this is, you know, the first game after the guy get hurt, gets hurt. But at the end of the day, Syracuse fans want to see a W and that whole act of him getting hurt it automatically raises our chances of winning that game. So, and when I say must win, it's not like a must win basically by like standing situation as much as it's, you look at the state of the team. So, yeah, uh, I was, you know, a- Devin Daniels, like you said, he had 20 points in that game. He still, used a leading score. He was a leading rebounder. You know, you talk about Manny Bates. He had 19 points, four fouls, four points, three rebounds. Like, Some of those big guys, you know, we can get them in foul trouble and then it's going to be them relying on young guards to 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 pick up the slack of of, you know, a senior. And that's tough to do It's tough, You know, I I feel for their fans. You know, I feel for that. I would hate to see one of our best players go down like that. And I know it's happened in the past and it happens every once in a while. But and you hate for that to be a reason why you beat a team, too. Right. But this is, this is how it fell. They're on the schedule, and we you know, we just got to go in there and do what we got to do.
5: I mean, it is – and, you know, I think Syracuse has got to stick to what they're good at. I mean, I'll just keep saying it because it's obvious, I think. You know, you don't want to get stuck in a rut and yeah. <clears throat> be, you know, having to play catch-up because you were just yeah. hucking up threes and being one and done all the time.
3: No, and um, don't, don't get me wrong. We can't come out and shoot like we did last game either. We come on shoot no. like we did last game, and then they press us the whole game, and we have a bunch of turnovers, and then they get the re- rebounding on us. Then it's you know we know we know where that game goes. We know how that game goes, this right? Could They're not just have as easily
5: be one of those games, right? Or it could just as easily be the Miami game, an
3: easy one, right? Right. That's the problem. It exactly. just don't. But they know. do. If we play that bad, they have enough players. And enough shooters to be able to keep them in the game and make it uncomfortable for us, even without their best yeah. player. Yeah,
5: are you a little surprised that we didn't? T- I thought maybe there would have been something shoved into their midweek for one of these, you know, makeup games between. I think it was Wake Forest and Notre Dame. <clears throat>
3: um, I was a little surprised, but I thought that I, I thought that we already made those games up. Did we not?
5: No, we made up the
3: north carolina game but we lost the yeah. fsu game too yeah so we got three games to make up but i thought they rescheduled some of them
5: oh did they okay all right i just thought they were I gonna
3: thought, you would, thought they did okay are you looking that you would up? think that they would right
5: you would think you would think that they would but you know again they they shoved the what was the one that they kind of just stuck in there when we had an opening you remember that
3: unc it was, that was making UNC. up the UNC game. That's yep. right.
5: Okay. Okay. So I was guess I was they, just kind of expecting in, more of that. Well,
3: And then they threw in Pitt because of FSU.
5: Well, they, we do not have Wake Forest on our schedule. So that game still no. looks like it needs to be made up.
3: Yeah, uh, I do see that.
5: And and I, if I remember right, I thought that
3: the set game with we were Notre playing Dame, Notre Dame twice. We were playing
5: Notre Dame twice. Yeah, that's what I thought. So I mean, maybe they'll um, stick. These no,
3: at... uh, no, I think that's the makeup because I'm, I'm looking down. I'm looking down at February 20th, and that's a home game. Okay. And uh, the well, ours was uh, a home game. game. Was a home game. Right. Okay. So right. if that was an away game, then I think something. So they got, but, got yeah, one. No, I.
5: They got one scheduled, so we just got to try to f- we just got to try to squeeze in that Wake Forest Wake game.
3: Forest game, and they played last night, which is why we couldn't squeeze.
5: Exactly. In. Okay, so that makes sense. Good. All right. Uh-huh. Okay. It's just such a it's you know <laughs> you never know. Now it. that we got that figured out, <laughs> yeah, uh, we just kind of did that on the fly. But I just it just crossed my mind when we were talking here. So anyway, yeah. All right. Any predictions, Joe? We don't usually do this with basketball, but. Uh, I've got a couple minutes to burn. What do you think?
3: Oh God, man, I mean, you never know because uh, basketball's basketball, and if you miss, then things can happen, and that's the one thing is you never know if there's a situation where a team kind of gets a little bit of like a high off of this guy's out and now it's time to step up oh, for him we, right We've
5: had that though we had champagne out, and we 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 blew it first yeah. game against Pitt. so right, um. You know, I mean, <laughs> it's. I don't know if yeah, that's a good I gauge. Just... But, but look, you know, I wish the home thing meant something because I think it would be – I think we got at least two more wins if we had fans in the Dome.
3: Really? I think so. I think so. What would who would those wins be? Well, the first one because the first we've one only would be... lost we've only lost one game in the dome.
5: Okay, well then we'd have one more that pit game.
3: <laughs> yep.
5: <laughs> we'd have one more that pit game. So, well, that's good. So, anyways, my point is is that if you got fans there, I think it's I think it's it's a totally yeah, we different dynamic. About that. I know, but remember I remember
3: think... we talked about that after that game. We were like, imagine if the fans were in the dome. Oh, and the Brazzler pit game. Hit those three threes oh, in a row gosh, and everything. Right. Yeah, the pit that's right. game. That's right. so. Yeah. I think we brought that up that that was one of those things where at the end of the year, we don't make the tournament because of one game. That would be the one. Especially, you know, they're missing Champagne and Champagne. no fans, whatever. And there's no fans. And, you know, there was definitely plays and things that happened in that game that would have made the orange crowd erupt if there was twenty right, 27,000.
5: So back to your prediction. Now you're just burning clock.
3: Oh, God. I think we're going to win, man. I don't. I'm not I'm not going to give like a – number because it all depends on how we shoot but they play in your face they play tough they play aggressive and they're going to full court press you so it all depends on how we handle that press how we handle the big guys and how we shoot those are the top three if i had to give three things to look at so we can't shoot like we did
5: and they're big guys too they're only averaging five rebounds a piece a game it's not That's not, like, off the charts,
3: you know. Well, the way that they've got it set up is because those are really their two. I'm going to break this tablet over my knee in a second. Go on. I'm just saying it's a a situation where, like, Funderburg hasn't been starting, Manny Bates has, and they've kind of been splitting the time as the big guy. So I don't even really know how many times we're going to see them on the court at the same time. But with this Devin Daniels injury, that's really the one thing. And that's the one thing that I worry about is the fact that, the NC State coach, Kevin Keats, he's gonna have to he's gonna have to make adjustments about how he plays, obviously, because his best player just went down, which means that we don't have a game that we can look at or a tape that we can look at that shows what this NC State team is gonna look like without him. Right. But at the same time, this is a game where they're gonna have to go into practice and figure out something else because they just lost a bunch of shots. And who makes up those shots and who makes up that defense and who makes up those minutes and how do you change your game plan to the team you're playing. And and that's going to be the one thing is how good of a coach is Kevin Keats to get his guys ready. And um, I think we're going to see because if you're a good coach and you got good players, then you can maybe formulate a game plan. that can sneak up on somebody. But if it's something that's going to have to just happen over time, and over them getting used to it, then this could be ugly for them as well. So we
5: gonna, shall see. I'm going to make mine super easy. I'm just going to say that the only thing that really bothers me about them is they're big guys. Because that's what bothers me this year so far. That's how they've lost games. No. Yeah. So so I will say because, because like what you go back to saying, Joe, about the athleticism of some of these guys. And I'm not downplaying them either. But they aren't. They aren't Jay Huff and Sam Hauser. They're just not. So, right.
3: Um, I think this. Well, I'm is not th- talking about the athleticism as much as it's just their offensive options talking. and what they can do on offense.
5: I think it's going to be a. I think it's going to be close, but I'm going to say Syracuse squeaks one out. I think they're going to squeak one out, seventy-two to sixty-nine. Seventy-two oh, okay. to sixty-nine. And we and we right. and we stopped the three-game skid too. Because, you know... Now we need to. Yeah, that's, you know, it's going to be evened up. If they win again, that's going to be... the series going to be evened up. Okay. So, that's it. That's enough of that. Thanks for coming back. We'll be all right. I, I hope so. I think so. I think we will. So, anyways, thanks everybody uh, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Obviously, thank you to Bat Online and thank you to Live CBD for Joe. I'm Sean. We're out. Peace.